What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Adam. I am your host. This is the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute. Today is Friday, February 23rd, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking a little bit about the checklist uh, for uh, NHL for Series 2 that's coming out soon. Welcome to HobbyNewsDaily.com, an online resource for the latest news about sports cards, memorabilia, and other collectibles. We hope to provide information and a little fun with your hobby experience. Every morning, you can listen to the Hobby News Daily Morning Minute for a quick update as you start the day. We would like to welcome StadiumInsurance.com as our newest sponsor for the Morning Minute. Stadium Insurance provides insurance coverage for all of your sports collectibles and memorabilia needs using their cutting-edge app and easy-to-take photos to protect all your cards and collectibles. Check out StadiumInsurance.com for more information. Back, like, probably earlier this year, yeah, I, had to, I guess it was earlier this year, Upper Deck announced that they're making a change to their flagship configurations of the packs and the boxes, and I, I don't know. I'm not. I guess I'm not sure why they did this. It doesn't really make much sense to me. In their hobby boxes for Series One and Series Two flagship, they changed it from. It used to be you get 24 packs with eight cards in each pack. So that comes out to roughly like 192 cards in a box. Now this year, for the first time in like, oh, like the, going back to 2020, this they've been using the same configuration for years. When they changed it before, it was 192, and now they changed it to 12 packs and 12 cards in a hobby box, and 12 cards per pack. Which, if you do the math there, that's 144-ish cards. Um, which that's 50 less cards. And again, it's it's. I think that because and then another, so that was sort of the because the checklist has come out um, because Connor Bernard is going to be in there. So the, I mean that's the big, that's going to be the big young gun sell in series two. He wasn't in series one. It was I was looking it up and trying to figure out exactly. I guess it's sort of like Bowman. Um, if I, I was looking it up, you know, because I was confused why Bernard wasn't in series one. So I was looking it up and um, it's very similar to. Whether you be, you're in Bowman draft or you're in the next year's Bowman, there's not. A, I was looking at. I couldn't figure out a rhyme or a reason why they chose which players were going in which set. But but either way, it's um, something Upper Deck has done in the past. And so that checklist with Bedard is on series two. That comes out in a couple like a week or two. Um, but then I saw another thread um, about like Tops also doing something similar. Like going from like thirty six packs or something to twenty four, like dropping the amount of packs within a hobby box, like super pretty significantly, um, and I don't know. I the more that I hear about that type of stuff, it's just like because that's the stuff that I feel like um, that's the, that I think those are the types of cards like the the hobby boxes that has to be where most sports card companies make their money right like i guess that that would be kind of an interesting breakdown i don't know if anyone is able to do that like if i think it would be interesting if fanatics would come out with this data obviously they won't but i do wonder if i do wonder if anyone's ever done this type of data where they look at like what's the most profitable way that card companies make money is it the tops now do they make a lot of money from tops now i think that would be an interesting number to find out about um, 
yeah, Toph's now or whichever other. Is it selling hobby boxes to hobby shops or is it selling, you know, blasters to retail, I guess? I don't know. There's, I think there's a bunch of different categories where they are making money. And I don't know. I think reducing the amount of cards you get in the in the box is just not the move. Like, and you know, I think the way that Tops has done it, sure. Like I talked about it last week. There's like 18 different types of configurations, but I feel like the hobby box. I don't know. Maybe not, and not, I think that would be another interesting piece of data. Would be like what like the hobby box is that like the standard within the hobby? You think like uh, do you think? There, there are different, like the different configurations of all the configurations. What configurations are most synonymous with sports cards? It's the hobby box. So, the fact that these companies are just so willing to sh- switch around a bunch of the things, so they're the ho- they're making the hobby box is less like not almost not worth it. And it's like I don't know. It's just all the moving around of the configurations and less packs. It's like, again, I think, I feel like I've talked about this on the show. It's like the, I feel like the more, again, the more self-sustaining the hobby can be by, you know, somebody getting a box, opening the box. Sometimes they get their money back. Sometimes they don't, but dropping the amount of packs and dropping the amount of cards that just reduces the chances that someone's going to be able to pull any type of like, card that sells for any crazy value on eBay like uh, and 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 th- then the problem becomes well now I mean now I don't have you know I, and I don't know maybe it would be I have maybe have to ask some people if it was always like this like you would buy a hobby box knowing you could probably make 50% of your money back like I don't know a couple years ago maybe that's sort of where my that was my like level if I was like if I was buying a blaster for $20 if I can make $10 back by selling some of the cards that's fine with me so with hobby boxes I did buy one hobby box for series 2 I pulled a, a the one of one card I talk I think I've talked about that on the show before as well but so the hobby box I just I just wish that they would they wouldn't mess with what has worked and what has been good for collectors cuz I, I you know for upper deck, it's really hard to say that this wasn't up. I mean, unless these decisions are made so far in advance, you know, that's really the only reason I could see upper deck going and changing because the Bedard years, I mean, this is like he, you know, he's, if you've watched Bedard, I mean, he's generational talent here. So like for them to just switch the configuration and give you less cards per box um, in the year where he is the main rookie and he's the card you want to collect and you're, so you're getting less chances to get that card. I don't know if I like that. And I also don't like if they are to put that Connor Bedard card in all of the boxes. I don't want them to do that. I want I don't want anything fishy going on like the way that like the like what that 89 upper deck or, no, the, yeah, the upper deck Griffey. Like they just printed a bunch of them and I'm hoping I don't think they would do that again. I know there's no way they could do that again. That would be an interesting movie idea for Adam Sandler if he was listening to this podcast potentially. Um but the hobby box, I feel like, is too synonymous with the hobby right now, and I just don't like that card companies are making changes to it because I don't see prices really changing that much. I mean, I think if you're comparing them from 2020 and 2021, those that was just insane. I don't know if we're ever if we're ever going to get to that point again. I, I kind of I don't know. It's a weird. I would want it to, and I wouldn't want it to. Um, but 
if people are going to be buying hobby boxes, in my opinion, at least for right now, I really just hope that we don't see any more changes on these hobby boxes. But I don't know what's going to happen, but I think I, I really would like to see card companies just stick with the configuration and not make a ton of changes to them, if I'm going to be honest. Remember to follow at Hobby News Daily and sign up for the mailing list at HobbyNewsDaily.com and keep collecting.